Given that we could, um, that there are so many options, so many ways to, to watch it too, I sort of feel like there's a chance for me to keep revisiting it. Just, you know, you could give it a couple, it doesn't have to be right away, maybe give it a year or two, and then watch the, yeah. not the director's cut, the final cut, mm-hmm. which is Ridley's, but, well, Tom how many, how many? No, 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 no. I, uh, how many cuts can you make of a fucking movie? The final <laughs> cut is the definitive There's, there's like at least three that I can And they they fucked this up a few times, like Close Encounters had that, like, <laughs> the director's uh, cut. It was like, well, it was two that, minutes absolutely. of him inside the spaceship looking at well, the Spielberg people. Well, Spielberg took that out. Spielberg, uh, he admitted that that was the, you know, that was the studio's marketing. They're like, oh, we got it. Because that was the first special edition yeah. to be re-released because it was like three years later, 1980. Yeah. yeah. So he, what he did was he released a third version, which was his director's cut, which pulled out that bullshit where Richard Dreyfuss is in the ship. Wow. Yeah, cause, so that's cause the that best really version. Was, yeah, it was. So it's a happy medium, yeah. you know. All right, guys, let's start talking about what we're here. All right, let's go back to the 50s. We're here to talk about. (laughs) Come on, kid, let's go back to the 50s. (laughs) And that is, what if, instead of Duke Ellington, Bruce Springsteen had been in charge of the soundtrack of Anatomy (laughs) of a Murder? Has has Bruce ever scored a film? Mrs. Manion left her panties down by the campsite shore. I'm going to say panties a lot in this conversation. (laughs) I'm going to say... Jimmy Stewart and George C. Scott bantered back and forth like I'm a dog say, was written by Garrison Keillor. Spermatogenesis. I'm going to say it was... I'm going to say that would be fucking interesting. I could see it. I don't... I, I, Bruce Springsteen doing the soundtrack? Yeah, in a remake. Sure, yeah. To well, Anatomy no, of a Murder? Now, now you're trying to trap me. No, no, no. no, no dude, I'm down. <laughs> like a six-hour movie. Oh, my God, we're exhausted. <laughs> fucking remake. It has to be a movie oh, about so how this... I so am not on the board the with the remake. The 25-minute uh, sort of talk he did about panties was ridiculous. What were the Allman Brothers there? I would totally watch an Allman Brothers film. I'm, I'm, We need to IMDB that later. Like, I'm sure the Allman Brothers scored a film oh scored a i'm film. so down for uh, that i'd rather watch a documentary about the slow decline of greg allman <laughs> frankly <laughs> what are you talking about rap is crap anyway so back to Ooh, we were 1959 uh, anatomy of a murder mm. oh Auto- we're on okay good yeah. Auto premature Auto premature we have no. we have by the way we should many, get this many out of the way and we'll come here. back to it we have the great evan munro Hawkner, yes, guesting yes. on this yes. episode, and and um, Fresno what, film buff. Yeah, well, tell us about um, yeah. stuff you do first. Let's yeah, get man. some plugs. Uh, I am a film blogger slash curator slash amateur comedian, uh, and I do uh, I, I do Savage Cinema Club, but that uh, that's on hiatus right now. Why? What happened? Mm. What happened? Uh, I got ghosted by the venue where I was hosting it at. So, oh. Was that full circle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just out them right now. Well, anyway, I don't mind. They're not a sponsor or anything. That's yeah. Cool. yeah or the, what are they going to bring you back? What are they gonna, come back, Mon. Come those, back, Evan. We sons, miss you. The eleven s- people who listened to that podcast got back to us. And the sons of bitches. No, yeah. trust me. They're not listening to the, a podcast like this. Uh, no, they just. Um, <laughs> My pinky just went up. Yeah. They uh, they have good beer though. Um, uh, no, no, they, they just don't. everything um, tastes like a fucking fern. They just I'm stopped sorry. calling it. I, I got it. ghosted. This is twice that this has happened. I mean, I got what do you mean by ghosted? Them. I mean, did you have an arrangement and then they just never got back to you? Yeah, it just means they just stopped replying to my emails. You know, okay. We should well, talk. Like, I have information about the change of of people there. We can talk off air. About it that. it usually happens. It usually coincides with a change of personnel. Yeah. 
So uh, uh, I, what I'm trying to do is, is take a way, break. By the world's worst plug I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is a show I did before. <laughs> no one will return my calls. Also, do you have a website, Evan? <laughs> also, uh, you know, we got a URL, not the website. What I'm still doing right now is uh, downtown classic movies at mm-hmm. Bitwise, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, every month, usually the third Wednesday of each month, uh, I show a, a classic film there. It's free. And we have uh, we usually have like a bar set up in the uh, in the lobby where you can buy some drinks. Uh, we got some food, and uh, it's uh, November twentieth. We're showing Goodfellas. Nice. So I hear that's a good film. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a I good mean, it's, no, it's no Marvel movie. Yep. Uh, I know, right? Uh, it's no The Irishman, which <laughs> which we have not seen yet. Not yet. No. By the time this comes out, it'll be out. Um, and uh, so, Goodfellas. And then, speaking of Jimmy Stewart, mm. in December, we're going to show It's a Wonderful Life. Natural mm, And unlike some uh, movie venues around here, it will be in oh. black and white. Historic crust. Historic crust. Not the goddamn colorized version. No. Does the crust down theater, downtown do a colorized version of Fuck Wonderful off. Life? Last year, they oh. showed it. That's so offensive. I almost have I've yet to go to a crust showing, and now I may not go at all. I, that's no, terrible. I love that's, the crest. That, that bothers the I shit. love what they did, but they kind of fumbled the ball with that. And uh, Ooh, hopefully they're not. Yeah. Hopefully they're not listening because they're going to really like. I'm really burn that bridge. But uh, you know, I mean, the fact like I'm they're not listening. There's some films okay. colorized where I'm not. I don't mind like Reefer Madness. It's like that's a shitty movie anyway. Like make mm, make it more fun. I still mind. But. When, Make it more fun. When you have a film in the 80s where Jimmy Stewart and Frank Capra actually went to Congress to try to stop Ted Turner from colorizing it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got some strong feelings about yeah. that. Yeah. So, anyway, sure. we're showing. Uh, I hate, I, I just, I, uh, hands up, I'm not a fan of colorization. Oh, it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. I, I hate what they did with the middle of. I don't like, even Wizard like it when they do. When you, when you ever see those, like, what do you call the, 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 the two cards with the pictures? You know, you find them in an antique store. Oh my God! What the hell? Is that? Uh, I don't even know what those are called. I know, yeah, what but you, you know mean. what I'm talking about. Yeah. It looks like a gun binocular. <laughs> yeah, you hold it up to your face. And, I don't even and like when you... they put those, and they're like sort of tinted with little little pastel are you colors. About the original viewfinders or the original that, viewmasters. The, <laughs> oh, those do. Yeah, we're going to call them proto viewmasters. Well, like okay, like Little Shop of Horrors. The colorized version is actually fun. But if you're going to colorize Carnival of Souls, where the whole point of that movie is that beautiful black and white yeah. photography. Mm. You know. Well, also, like, no. I, I don't, I'm not sure if I follow the fun thing, but, but I don't even care about that because it doesn't matter. Even if it made it better, you're still fucking with like a, a, a piece of um, uh, uh, cultural Visual literature. But, all right, thank you. I was going to say like an- cult- anthropology in a way, but like something like that, right? Some a footprint of the culture. I mean, there's a, a, exceptions. Like, have you heard of "They Shall Not Grow Old"? Yeah. Right, where, oh, and you can tell we haven't. Yeah. No. Well, the whole point. <laughs> I haven't seen it man. either. But the whole oh, point of it oh, is oh, that the the the, to the um uh, the World War One yeah stuff. the whole oh, point right, is, right. is, that, yeah. is to make it to make you to bring you back into that time period. So mm-hmm. they they colorized it the best they could. Sure. They made it three D. They made it like super high definition. Right. And the point of that is just to make it look more contemporary. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But that's make it look more immediate. <sighs> I I mean I, I I like the the putting the soundtrack to it. I mean all the work they did. I think that's great because. Yeah. And I would say that and that this work being done on this footage is simply a continuation of its original intent in the first place. Yeah. No, but As you can't to know like, the uh, original like, you know, intent. Fictional. And when you don't know, it's like... <clears throat> it was the documenting of the war as it was going on, essentially. Yeah, well, but you still don't know what it means. Like, what <laughs> Joseph's they a meant. hard liner, as usual. Gonna, I yeah. guess, in a way. Like, what they meant 
even by documenting it. I mean, you know, like you talk about the beautiful black and white and and any sort of film, right? And it's like they that could have been their intent because mm-hmm. documenting this is what we talked about when we did the documentary last week is never just like collecting information. It always has a point of view. Yeah. Let so me, so if yeah. there's black and white in there, that was the point of view. Let me ask you guys this: Do you think Anatomy of a Murder should be colorized? Nah, please go kill. Of course. <laughs> Run out to traffic right now. God damn it, and, Joseph. And Bruce Springsteen should do the soundtrack. Well, if they colorize it. How about Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran for the soundtrack. If they listen. colorize it, do the panties that they pull out at the end, should they be pink or white? Pink they with a little brown stripe. No, they're going to be white because that's what they are. And they got, that's what they say. Wait a minute. No, they, never mind. Anyways. They say pink, I believe. I thought they said white. You, you like how I, really I put it Your back Honor? on topic? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we're talking about Anatomy of a Murder, of course, the great uh, Otto Preminger. Before uh, we go any further, I just want to say <laughs> one thing. One You've fucking gone far thing. enough, Jay. Afghanistan. No. Yeah. I, uh, Objection. I have forgotten how much I like this movie. I've forgotten how fucking. Oh, good we this should movie say is. this actually, but before because Evan, you could not know this. This was when we had this podcast before it was a Finley's on film. It was a podcast called The Cinnabums, yeah. which we which we were uh, doing over the phone when I lived in Los Angeles and Tom lived in San Francisco. So it was already technically fucking terrible, <laughs> and we did like five episodes over the phone, yeah. and and found that there was like a, a Swedish podcast about films called The Cinnabums that we had somehow not found before. So we had to abandon the uh, whole thing because we dropped the name Cinnabums. Anyway, the first one we ever did was Anatomy of a Murder. Anatomy of a Murder. In fact, the, the, and if you look on our if you look on uh-huh. our uh, on our Facebook page, uh, that that's the uh, the banner going. Yeah. on Yeah, so that's like oh, the pilot. Yeah, don't you Anatomy know. of a Murder. I, I doubt they're gonna sue you though. The, Who? the Swedes? No, but we Philly's probably could have. But it felt fucking it felt it just weird felt and rapey. Yeah. So you did a pilot for this episode. We already. did. Yeah, and well, it was yeah. terrible. And we're hoping that this will be just as bad. And one day we'll really one day we'll really. This is paid so you, you resorted to bringing me in here. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Spruce it up with yeah. your plugs with some, and with some, <laughs> some useful, useful pizzazz. Bring yeah. my bring a full spectrum of my movie knowledge. Oh, you yeah. bring the spectrum, all right? Oh, okay, yeah. so we have an eye contact with you, bro. <laughs> you dick. You have 1959's <laughs> Anatomy of Murder. Otto Preminger, James Stewart. Now it's your turn to interrupt, Tom. You're going to say something. Uh, okay, and Lee Remick. <laughs> As well as a beautiful, beautiful Ben Gazzara. Ben Gazzara. Oh, that's and good, Ben Gazzara. I would Gazzara. say his second best movie role. Yeah, uh, sure. After? Roadhouse. I would Ain't agree. No <laughs> I concur. I knew He's you, like, J.C. Penny. I, I knew you in this would. Town. Yeah, I mean, me. Roadhouse, by the way, I mean, I get suckered in every time. But Roadhouse is a fun movie. But is it a good movie, <laughs> it's a terrible Evan? terrible movie. It's, oh, no. All the Blade Runner? It well, it, it knows you can. It, ben Gazzara definitely knows what movie he's in in Roadhouse, and I think, huh. I think most of the humor, uh, contrary to popular belief, most of the humor in Roadhouse is uh, intentional. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, but added to that is a little Just bit tired of unintentional. Shit, yeah. Yeah, well, it's yeah. it's not a bo- Dalton. <laughs> I used to I used to be very hardcore about what was a good and bad movie, uh-huh. and now that I get older, I'm just like, if it's not boring and holds my attention, it's a good movie, oh, whether it's bad. intentional it's or funny. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, jo- Joseph never had that problem. Nope. Leading, wrapping up for the f- fourth time. <laughs> 
James Stewart, <laughs> Lee Remick, <laughs> Ben Gazzara, Otto Preminger directing 1959's Duke Ellington scored mm, music Duke and Ellington. appearance by Duke Ellington as Pie. Eye. Hey, Pie. Eye. That yeah. was him. That was okay. him. I know that they all look alike to you, Evan. But yeah. well, I thought Musicians. Duke was a white guy. I just, I honestly. Mm. Oh, good lord. We're doing a lot of making with the business. Race with historian. Evan Monroe, fuck I, I don't know dick about jazz, so that, you know, that helps. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> and speaking of jazz, let's bebop our way into talking about this film. Uh, all right. Bebop a lula. <laughs> yeah. All right. So go for it. We've got the history behind the, the, the Cinnabums and the. Uh, the uh, <laughs> we got every fucking, other thing. We talked about every other thing about this film or even the beginning. Beginning of it, which is, and who else is author? Uh, what's what, who's the fucking drunk um, uh, lawyer? What's his name? He's in the bus stop. He's in a bunch of things. He's definitely a familiar face. Yeah, yeah well, I, I mean George C. Scott, of course. It's George C. Scott, of course. Ah! That's and, actually uh, one Mur- of his first Murray, films. And Murray Williams too. I like this guy a lot. He's, he's kind of a character actor. In, in my notes, uh, when Murray Williams appeared, I, in my notes, it's just like. The mayor from Jaws! Exclamation yeah. mark! Oh, yeah, he's the, the bartender. He's Barney like just Quills, a bit actor in uh, all these alibi. Yeah. He's his buddy, Mr. Wilson from Dennis the Menace. Yeah, so it's all these people yep. that like all these. Oh, it's that guy. Yep. Oh, that person. Yeah, yeah. Brian Prochane. Bunch yeah. of them. Yeah. Even the even the judge. I've seen him in another movie. I couldn't place what the hell it was. That fucking best judge, judge ever. Best judge. <laughs> I mean, yes, of course, best classically Hollywood judge in that. I mean, it's too early to mention it, but what the fuck? Like, he was actually you a know, judge. I'm going to allow this. Yes, but I want to see where this ridiculous line of illegal questioning is but, going. But he was like, he was actually a, had been a judge at one point. That was a terrible one, obviously. Yeah, I guess. Devoted to Hollywood judges. Because <laughs> he go on tangents up at the stand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, say, this is an AFI list. This is like the number fifth. Number fifth Best, number fifth, uh, nice. number f- shut up. Uh, best <laughs> trial movie of all, be, you know, calling it a genre. Of I trial declare uh, that's correct. Which is, I don't know, because it's got a few good men in front of it, and I don't like that. Well, well hold on, hold on. This oh, is way better than by your than standards. Yeah. Where, where's the, the only ones that count? Where's the verdict on that list? You know, it uh, better it's be number there, one. It's above. It's like it's like one or two. Movie. The verdict better be ahead of a few good men. Okay, oh, but I think now whether it's the best movie and trial movie of all time, the most iconic one has got to be Twelve. Cousin Vinny. Twelve. <laughs> hey, I'm actually, that is Utah. I think that Twelve Angry Men is one. It's not bad, but Twelve Angry Men's got to be. Oh uh, yeah, which is from the the jury's point of view. Uh, uh, by the way, I will I will stick up for my cousin Vinny. I do think that's no, one it's, of a, the great. it's a decent. Yeah, maybe not top five, top ten. No, maybe. no, no, no. Okay, uh, uh, okay. Welcome to ADDT. Uh, Anatomy of a Murder. <laughs> uh, Twelve Angry Men. Fine, my cousin Vinny. My keep, cousin. Keep Vinny. going. The verdict, uh, we can agree. Does To Kill a Mockingbird? To Kill a Mockingbird actually comes in really high. Is it, though? I mean, is, is it a trial movie? It I has mean, more to the it. The third act is a trial, but... Yeah. It's got that quality of a great trial scene in it. I guess that, that makes it count. Okay. It's heavy in that list, too. I, I want to say it's like right up in the top. It's I like sad, so it's like a trial of tears. I mm-hmm. like how hacky 90s movies would always resort to a trial for the third act. The, like, even Polly Shore movies. Like Patch Adams or like... <laughs> Paul, yeah. You know, yep. No, like, I agree. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I now all of a sudden I can't think of of the other great uh, trial moves. Oh, witness for the prosecution. 
I've not seen that one. No. Disorder I'm, in the Court? I, oh, I have seen that oh, one. Oh, Disorder in the Court, baby. Is that a porn? That sounds like it could no, be a three porn. Stooges. Three Stooges. Oh, okay. Right. Shot three holes in a divot. It's a, it's a piece. I got to oh, say, Disorder curly. in the Court, when, when Curly uh, sticks, when Mo sticks Curly's head in the vice, the letterpress? It's, mm-hmm. way, it's way funnier than when uh, Joe Pesci did that to a guy in Casino. Oh, yeah. Uh, Look what yeah. you made me do. <laughs> Don't make me pop your fucking eyeball. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, so... James Stewart, you're, you're crazy. <laughs> oh, James James Stewart almost. What would James Stewart say about this delay in our talking about this movie? Oh, well, oh well, we well, have well, Mr. Right. Stewart here. Well, 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 I don't, I don't right. know. Holy shit. He had that BDE. What's that? Big dick energy. This, uh, him and uh, him and uh, what, what's his name? Can I ever do a podcast with you where we're not, we don't we're talk about the size of? <laughs> you're listening to episode Starling two. Genitals of Hollywood. Episode two of Hollywood Honkers, right here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but did he? Did he have a legendary uh, cock? Mm. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, not. Le- I mean, it wasn't the reputation like Milton Berle. No, no. Or, but is this uh, like Kenneth Anger? Is this like Hollywood Babylon level? Uh, what's the scuttlebutt, my friend? It's weird yeah. on the street. There's yeah. shirts you can buy online. Wait, hold on. There's shirts you can buy online. There's shirts you can buy online from that unspooled podcast where it's Jimmy Stewart and it says BDE on it. Ah, plumbing the depths. Anyway, they all started a movie called Anatomy of Moida. <laughs> it's about a boy. Yes, it is. And it's, it's, it's in fact, it's about the uh, the anatomy of said murder. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get into the plot. A little let's bit start here. us off, Tommy. The uh, plot's pretty. Uh, plot starts off. Jimmy Stewart is a uh, is a retired uh, prosecutor, public prosecutor. Loves he's to working fish. for defense. Oh, he loves he loves fishing more than almost anything except getting hammered and reading law yeah. books with his best friend, who is also uh, stereotypically an Irish lush uh, lawyer as well. So uh, they uh, they. Uh, so he gets hired by um, Lee Remick to defend her husband, Hugh Ben Gazzara, Mr. Ben Gazzara, who killed a gentleman off screen uh, for allegedly raping her that evening. And yep. so, yeah, that's 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 raping the and it. beating. Yep. Like he went full on Ike Turner. On well, her. I mean, she, I think there's some ambiguity about that, that because we're yeah, not sure if the, the old Gazara gave her the old because Gazara is also she's a she's terrified right. of Gazara and in love with him, and also he's like a fucking he, he he's like terrifyingly menacing in this did, movie. Did he he's make her beat really her face on a rosary. Yeah, her, yeah. I mean, it's it's or, a, or maybe with Jimmy Stewart. He cock. is menacing. You're right. He's very, is menacing in this film. He's fucking very for, sort of quietly menacing in this movie. Menacing. For for our uh, for our younger listeners, all two of them that are listening to this, Ben Gazzara had a small part in The Big Lebowski where he drew a dick. Uh, Jackie, on uh, a, uh, Jackie, Jackie Treehorn. Yeah, where he drew he drew a dick on a uh, a post-it note, very oh, memorably. Right. And so for some non-cock commentary, Tom, back to you. <laughs> hey, it's, we're having a, it's Cocktoberfest. Nice. Uh, it's sober Cocktober. <laughs> sober Cocktober. Okay, um, so so uh, okay, so so it's um, unclear as to whether Jimmy Stewart's going to take the case. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's going to take the he case. Yeah, he's the case. Be a course, short movie if he didn't. Yeah, yeah, he's, but he, he he sort of like uh, he essentially uh, he tricks. Well, he kind of coaches Gazzara into coming up with the defense that he's going to go with, and then he moves forward with this. One and thing I like about this film from it's, 19- it's it's law it's courtroom procedure left in. Well, that, it's also really. like a, like a, a 1959 point of view. I'm expecting. Um, I'm expecting a film that tries to push the point of view of like how fair you know lawyers are right. and how it's about and it's like it goes right to the like hey they're we we try whatever lane pickety, we can get pickety, into pickety. yeah Back yeah yeah I like and that maybe that's- you know what here is really an interesting thing I like uh, I I'm a weirdo I do jury duty I've done jury duty and I have to say what was really fascinating doing jury duty is watching all the shit from a nanny movie murder that they did. 
in the, like that's no shit. Those are real lawyer tricks. Block, oh, like blocking the sight lines on the on the witness stand, the whole nine yards. They fucking did all of that stuff. Well, it's written and by called a each other. Yeah, exactly. But the and they called each other on it in exactly the same way. It was really <laughs> weird watching it. Nothing's play new out. under the but sun. But there's no way some of that other like I'm gonna punch you in the next week, buddy. Oh, here, you know, like it just got so. Oh yeah, and of course, oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, they overplay. Well, and of course, and of course, isn't this like almost the genesis of the simple country lawyer? Not That's just that. I was gonna talk about that. It's upper peninsula. Like uh, Michigan. Michigan, I think it's a real, a real, um, it's a real community study of that yeah. community. How yeah, yeah. strange! Yeah. Like they're not really a part of America. Yeah, it's it's fun to see and all these riddance. tropes. Yeah. I mean, this is undeniably, this is undeniably a very good film. But it's fascinating to see how all these tropes started with it. Like at the end, when Jimmy Stewart's like, you know, ding, ding, I'm ding. just a humble country lawyer, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, oh well, that's where that. You know, Phil Hartman is unfrozen yeah. cave. You know, I'm just a simple caveman, right, right. just living in these times. And it's like uh, mm-hmm. all that started from that movie. Yeah. So everything that's come forward. Well, which, uh, which is I would say is an indication of how I think good. You know, if you know, if kind of sort of cheesy and reaching, whatever the whatever the dialogue was at the time, it it had that impact. And, yeah. and that 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 image has been an impact that's that has made an impact that's sort of come down over the years. But yeah. also the friend, and, right? The, and, then, and then it becomes satire at some point. The drunk, the drunk genius, you know, whether it's Paul Newman or Donald Sutherland, the drunk, <laughs> or Dennis the drunk Hopper legal from genius from Hoosiers, right? I never saw oh, you. Gotta go see I have not movie. seen Hoosiers. Maybe this is a. I know it's post nineteen eighty. It's a gateway into huge house. Hoosiers. <laughs> But but uh, yeah, the, the sort of like the the brilliant, You're right to be that annoyed by the way, brilliant so you know. but drunken, you know, like guy who has to be yeah. pulled back into mm-hmm. his game, right? Is, um, is, is going to be redeemed by the by the act of by this legal the thing the, the secretary on. who hasn't been paid. And by the way, <laughs> James Stewart is a fucking dick in this movie. Like he won't yeah. take money. He spends all his money on fishing equipment, and the secretary just wants to get like a new typewriter ribbon. And I have to say, I love that actress Eve Arden. She's, she's like right. she's so fucking good. She's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's like that sort of cool thing, like Armis Brooks. Like she's just this this. Who's Armis Brooks? Ro- it was a it was a role that she did on radio for years and years, and then they made a movie into it, a movie out of it later on. But Eve Arden was like, I mean, she was like a really kind of a big star in her own way. Well, she I had mean, her she was own coming show. down the other side. Armis Brooks, yeah. She had the Eve Arden show. Or oh, something. really? Okay, I just I know because I I looked at she her. She was huge on radio. Filmography and then moved yeah. over into uh, into movies. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then again, I mentioned that uh, George C. Scott. George C. Scott had done like. Um, an uncredited role three years earlier, and somebody up there likes me. So it's Steve McQueen. I yeah, can't and think he of had been a bunch of like, and he'd been really, he'd been kind of a presence, a, a power on Broadway. This okay. is the youngest yeah. I've ever seen him. It's about, yeah, like way old. before I've Doctor Strange. Any other age than every age he's ever been, except I, for like the last five years of his life. I think from he was, here to the Changeling, he looked like the same fucking old old fuck I've ever seen him look. And then before that, he looked like a baby. <laughs> no, like I a think baby, I like think baby it was, uh, with a cigar. <laughs> I think he was 31 in this movie. 31? And he was, I mean, clearly he loved the booze. Uh, Yeah, the booze, yeah, for sure. I'm willing to bet that that nose. Kidney stones are over 31. I'm willing to bet that that nose he always has was probably from a drunken bar fight. I I think it was. I think it was, in fact, yeah. Or continually drinking. The guy was a big drinker, no? Well, no, no, he was. He raped a woman. (laughs) <laughs> Probably Ava Gardner. Evan, that's a ridiculous thing to say. No, Ava Gardner said. Did he, he do a line of coke before we started? Ava Gardner like be, said he beat the shit out of her and he wouldn't remember it the After next day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Who knows what he did? He Fair probably enough. killed a man. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, that's libelous. On the set of hi- Hardcore, he like you know, <laughs> Hardcore. Have you ever seen Hardcore? Talk? I love that. No, movie. I've never seen it. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. 
Oh, it's so good. Paul oh, Schrader. Oh that's what, if you haven't seen hardcore. <laughs> I think that Scott in the seventies with the, uh, the new Centurions. I mean, Patton. Uh, of my course. favorite is Petulia. I love my favorite Petulia. Yeah. Uh, the new Centurions. I've been waiting. Jane Eyre was. Mm, I've heard great, about. I love that movie, and I have no. But it's not no good that great. Defend that fact. I really want to see. Uh, they might be giants. That looks pretty good. What about the uh, uh, the formula yeah. with he and Marlon Brando? I love that movie. Not a good it's movie. A, it's got a great shot of them coming down the stairs. One of my even, favorite shots. I even read the book. There's a um, on the eighties. <laughs> was it the novelization? Tom, <laughs> no, you ever read novelizations <laughs> just to say you could read the book? You've read. The I book? did. No, <laughs> I read some novels. I have read a novelization, but it was totally by accident. I was very upset. I read one. It was for a totally total recall. I, I read the novels. It's like, oh, this is upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> not the Philip K. Dick. No, short no. Anyway, so um, yeah, most of it is takes place. Uh, it's all a. Uh, oh, we forgot to mention the hair at the wind. And hair at the wind. I haven't seen that one. That's, that's one of the great trial movies. Hold on, back up. Would you, dude, go see You've that? You've never movie. seen the hair at the wind. Oh Jesus! Get now the fuck out of here! Now you're gonna shame me. Not the fucking, okay. not the 2000 Mayford TV movie. Everyone should see original. hardcore, and everyone should see heel shows. But an hair at the wind should be the first movie you see. Yeah, she. Well, who's yours? Better late than never. I guess uh, so. Next time you do an episode on it, just bring me. Right. That'll force me to watch we it. Did she, we already did it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you're fucked. Oh. Well, anyway, so they... they <laughs> when, we go, when we go back for our Ridley Scott director's cut, it, maybe we'll do that. But it really is just a film where it's like, okay, very little takes place outside the courtroom, except to give uh, Jimmy Stewart's buddy a chance to sort of do some investigative work and, yeah. and work his oh, way. And, and likewise, Jimmy Stewart and the research and like that. A little bit in terms of like the campground and the, the recreational area where the, the murder slash rape or, yeah. you know, a possible rape. That's part of it, too. Yeah. I mean, it, what's really interesting is a big part of this film focuses on how the rape of Lee Remick, Ben Gazzara's screen wife, could be part of the justification for him doing some version of insanity, which is like irresistible impulse. Yeah, and try to bring some psychological mm-hmm. mumbo jumbo into this. And so that's kind of like where the film starts to to like take its like sink its teeth, right? Yeah. Isn't is into all of that. But what's interesting is it's all about like one man was murdered and the other man might lose his life. And I just want to like when when they start talking about um when they start talking about introducing Mrs. Manning, a la, i.e., sorry, Lee Remick's panties into the court, like as an exhibit, yeah, because that's the way they can get in the charge of rape, which is not officially in the um, evidence, mm-hmm. and therefore introduce the whole like the, the stimulus for the um, irresistible impulse. Right. There's a whole conversation about panties, and I hope you guys don't mind, but I'd like to pay, play that one minute conversation about panties that but the judge is having. If, it's you're fascinating. A, if you're a snowflake, walk away. All right, so here it's it is. It's going to be rough. It shows you how much our culture. I don't think you rape in the case. Absolutely. What exactly was the undergarment just referred to? Panties, Your Honor. Do you expect this subject to come up again? <laughs> yes, sir. There's a certain light connotation attached to the word panties. Can we find another name for them? I never heard my wife call them anything else. Mr. Bigler. Oh, I'm a bachelor, Your Honor. That's a great help. Underpants. Mr. Dancer. I was overseas during the war, Your Honor. I... I learned a French word. I'm afraid that might be slightly suggestive. Most French words are. All right, gentlemen. Back to your places. For the benefit of the jury, but more especially for the spectators, 
The undergarment referred to in the testimony was, to be exact, Mrs. Mannion's panties. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to this. You're snickering over and done with. This pair of panties will be mentioned again in the course of this trial. And when it happens, there will not be one laugh, one snicker, one giggle, or even one smirk in my courtroom. There isn't anything comic about a pair of panties which figure in the violent death of one man and the possible incarceration of another. Yeah. Or the rape of a woman. Exactly. I mean, it's just like, it's just, her, her Me Too-ism is so incidental. (laughs) Her rape is so like, like. Off to the side there. Oh, everything, everything that the Me Too movement that complains poor, about rape. Poorly phrased, by the way. <laughs> invest, rape investigation is like right here in this movie. It yeah, really is. Yeah, if, if you want to like know what, you, what was she wearing, like that, you know, like what she's wearing yeah, in right. court is that important. That becomes this huge issue too. Like she's hiding her attractiveness. Put it out there. Put your your attractiveness out there, as it was that night for Quill to rape. By the way, I have to tell you this, Joe. You because uh, you're not wearing here uh, earphones, so yeah. you are totally unable to. Uh, appreciate how fucking creepy it was when they were whispering about panties. Oh, is that right? It really it's came across. With, without the visual context. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Did it sound like panties. I was saying? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, it sounded good. like a normal person. But yet that, oh, okay. Fair enough. But yet that moment person. strikes me, me as uh, accurate for the times because oh, yeah. oh, the yeah. guy yeah. who wrote the novel this is based on, this is based on a real... It's almost verbatim on the case. Right, because in... in well, this is based on on that much of a, like a single case, the, not a conglomerate. The, the family of the people involved sued the author for it. Because this happened, the actual... Because it was very close. Yeah, the case that inspired this was in 1952. And mm. I can imagine that back then, people weren't used to hearing the word panty in a public... Sure. So it's kind of like when people laughed when they saw Psycho, when they saw the toilet. Yeah. Flush no, because of they course, but it seems it. like the third act, should, it should be that figures in the death of one man, the possible life incarceration of another, and the alleged rape of a no. woman. Like, that should be the third I thought thing of that he says. Yeah. Like, just, like, and, and if you can't, and there's not, a, that there's not ex- really even a whisper of trauma on her as well. Uh, you know exactly. what, there really isn't. And of course, she takes except it maybe stride. having, yeah, it's like, it was <laughs> you know, Tuesday. Here's what's what interesting. Like, I think today, a film about the same thing, well, I think the accused with Jodie Foster had this. The fact that she was flirtatious after the rape is is a matter of reality. A flirtatious person is a flirtatious person, and yeah. they, that might even be their way of dealing with trauma. And I but was, back then, yeah. it was actually the way of, of saying, like, well, let's put it in there as a motive for the film, but then let's put it to the side so we don't have we're not distracted by sympathizing with her. I also got really sort of interested by the fact that uh, Lee Remick that was that role was very a huge stretch for her. Like that's, as far as Tom, that's goes. poor taste. Poor, <laughs> poor taste, Tom. Please, <laughs> didn't I? Oh, my God, sir. no. But she was basically she. She played the rest of most of her career. She played a very sort of upright, uptight sort of a person, with the exception of like Days of Wine and Roses. How about Experiment in Terror? But yeah, well, yeah, but like, but but like a very normal, average person. Like I've never like like uh, sexually oh. flirtatious the way she did it in this movie was way against her type, and I thought she did a pretty good job of it. Got to be honest with you, from fifty nine to sixty three, I I I know like three or four of her movies, and then I know Tribute. With Jack Lemmon in 1980. I don't yeah. know much else by her, but Evans are trying to make a point. Sorry, Evan. Go yeah. ahead. No, I was I was make just gonna good. I was just gonna point out that wasn't the accused Jodie Foster was uh, on top of a pinball machine. Yeah. In uh, and she's there's a big deal about her in the pinball machine in the 
Are you trying to tilt our opinion of this? I have no idea what the hell you're talking about, this, Where does this go? In fact, the fact that you're trying to elicit a response from me that has, I have I don't know. No that was based on a real case. I remember that happened, I think, in the Bay oh, yeah, Area, yeah. and it was on a pool table. Oh, pool table. No, no, no. It was in Rhode Island. It was in Rhode Island. I prefer pinball over that. pool. Well, so you are a rape historian, Tom, so yeah. I defer to you, but, <laughs> but it was a pool table. I don't. Yeah, I think it was. A, I think it was a full table. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Jesus. I'm a snooker. Oh, he's getting. <laughs> I'm gonna play ski ball. It was a ski ball this. thing. Okay. It's one of those air hockey deals, yeah. which is so, very delightful in a way. So look, they try. There's all kinds of things oh. with like a movie about witnesses. <laughs> no, I just brushed by it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> about Jesus. witnesses. Um, and it's sort of like you career. have your doctors, the two like the psychologist, the dueling psychologists, and mm. you know what it what it takes to be a credible witness, and the 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 ridiculous judge who's like sort of homespun, you know. Uh, Mayberry. At uh, one point, at one point, Jimmy Stewart hands him a fly, like uh, like a, a fishing lure. Yes. Does that constitute legal? Is that bribery or something? I don't know. I don't know. Either. The prosecution, but the judge didn't take the bait. So yeah, the guys worry, in the prosecution, you can see them looking like, "Oh, come on, this motherfucker." Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> that was originally. Yeah. So 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 then it's got a lot of stuff, and then it's like to me, and, and we can go back. I just want to. I want to talk about this aspect. The end. It's almost like they ran out of money. It's a great movie, but like the end just happens so ridiculously. I, I think just that was quickly. Here's what I here's what I like about that. I think what the end was really sort of going was almost the point of the the movie, which is like the weird arbitrariness of of the legal world. You know, like mm-hmm. so suddenly suddenly their client just bails and they, they don't they didn't get fucking paid for it. So yeah, it's it's like it's like it's. There's this element of Jimmy Stewart's life that he doesn't like as a lawyer in in the world of law. So that's why he goes out and fishes. And it's I think it's this this ambiguity. It's this you know like he tricked his. They basically tricked their way. I mean, what happened was in the in the movie. I, we shouldn't give anything away as far as like the ending of it, of course. That you just but, did, yeah. No, but I'm saying the. Uh, yeah. Well, I assume uh, the, people. The, the prosecuting the attorney first. just walks into a haymaker that. That's yeah, that's it, what it decides to me, the whole like, thing. The, the opportunity could have been them for, for them to at least talk about it. There's like 30 seconds of dialogue afterwards. Like, ah, guess the the secretary's not getting paid again. Harrison Ford's voice at that point. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I like sometimes when they leave a little bit to the to your spice the spiciness of my imagination on that. I I, right, I didn't on. have that problem with it. Now, okay. Um, well, go ahead, Evan. Well, I the one problem I had with the film was the length. But that's just from me, from a modern, uh, which is which is I love like movies from that era. If they're three hours long or yep. two and a half hours long, I need they need to it needs to be Technicolor. They need to be in like gladiator outfits. You know, you like movies about gladiators. Uh, um, wait a minute, hold on. Fuck, uh, uh, screw Duke Duke Ellington. What about Michael Bay directing this? Hmm. Yeah, man, get some car crashes involved. Some Only Transformers. Uh, right. two strikes. We, uh, oh, I get. It. I see what you're doing. Winding yeah, up for a third. Making fun of you for being young. Oh, <laughs> young. Yeah, take that. Which uh, is, <laughs> and yet the original Solaris. I can sit through that shit. But you know, but hold on. Getting uh, back to a more serious point, Evan, that you were trying to make. I, that. I don't. It doesn't feel like it drags ever. I mean, no, no. Okay, let me let me clarify. It's a long movie. Do. I just wasn't. I mean. To be fair, I wouldn't have watched this movie if it wasn't for this podcast. Mm. Full disclosure. I'm glad, I, later. I'm glad I did, though. But yeah. it, oh. it it's a long film, but it doesn't, like, it kept my interest. Uh, the thing is that, like, you know, there's this whole 
from a modern standpoint, I'm like, oh, they could have trimmed this. They could have trimmed that. Like mm. when they go up to the judge, first we have to see this, uh, you know, this old alky that broke into someone's house, steal their whiskey, which it does add to the flavor of the film. Oh, these little, uh, okay, so you're the saying community. there's superfluous moments that, that yeah. are trying to create tone, but we don't need the tone that's already there. Well, yeah. it seems like we're watching the extended cut, you know, of the theatrical version, which is like, I, you know, when you watch that film, then you want to see the extended cut and see all these added scenes and stuff. That's, that's just from my perspective. But mm. I definitely uh, plan on seeing this again in the near future because there's a... This movie's like a full course buffet. I mean, there's a lot to uh, to take in with it, uh, like Ben Gazzara's beauty. Oh, is yeah, he he's a beautiful a, man. Strangely attractive oh. and at the same time terrifying. He's like he's short but scary. Those, yeah. those guys. Oh, exist. by the way, the, the the jailer is is the classic Swedish guy who's in all those. Ja- oh, those fan. Yeah, he's, he's in the Searchers. He, so from Michigan, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's a, that's one of the things they wanted to get across was the Michigan color. That definitely was part and of it. And Lee, Lee Remick sure. is very easy on the eyes. I mean, she definitely sure. qualifies. Although, uh, I'm actually more attracted to uh, Mary, the character of Mary. Uh, oh, which, the, uh, the, yeah, the, the which daughter. Which turns out to be a sister. Or, You're no, a Marianne and not a ginger guy, is what we're finding out. Oh, well, most people are. I am, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's um, true. I'm a Betty over... Uh, and I was like, man, she looks... <laughs> yeah. She looks <laughs> so familiar the whole time I'm watching it. It's like she was in the seven, uh, the Golden Seven Voyages Sinbad. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I saw those in the drive-in. Yeah, I, with, it's on with Prime. Patrick Wayne was in it. Yeah. No, no, my no. My God. I saw the Mexican Patrick theater. Wayne, yeah. No, not Patrick Wayne. You're thinking of the golden, vo- the, the one in the seven. This we invite you into our oh, wait, house. There was different sh- ones. I didn't know. Yeah, that. I the one saw in the fifties. The, yeah, the Ray a, Harryhausen. They had black hair. That's one in the fifties with oh, Kerwin oh, Matthews, the guy that was in Magic Sword, and I, I don't know. I'm getting them all screwed up now. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to our welcome to okay. our Joseph. Podcast. Yeah. So so I, we I, can we all agree it's a good movie. I think it's a great movie. I think it's fantastic. I yes. give it a three and a half out of four stars. I give it four. I think it's really up there. I Evie? I definitely give it three and a half. Although, uh, so disrespectful. I still I'm a bigger fan of the verdict. Uh, that's just just me. Mm. Although I got to say the verdict, I was gonna <laughs> say Paul Newman selling over here. I was gonna say the verdict is more modern, but it's like, oh no, wait, the verdict was only 20 years later, and we're 40 years yep. after. So the verdict is actually closer to that movie. You're blowing my and mind. It's like I've just seen Blade Runner, man. I know, dude. Get all <laughs> Joe Rogan on you right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. It's entirely possible. Let's get some more plugs. Can we, some get, can we plug- put him in an isolation tank real some quick? Some plugarinos from, <laughs> I've been in those. from Evan. Tell us about what that. you're doing. Where can we find you? Do you have a website, Evan? Uh, no. Do I, you have a Twitter account? I do. I you're have at who? Fresno Film Buff on Twitter. Uh, I'm primarily on Instagram. Uh, Fresno film buff there. In fact, I uh, I just posted some creepy Garth Vitti, uh Garth Brooks videos. Okay, full disclosure, everyone. Sure. Joseph provided me a shot of whiskey yeah. and a very strong uh, beer. Perk didn't give me any. Garth Brooks is Where's my fucking, whiskey. Uh, you jackass. No, it's Baker's Mark. Garth Brooks is uh, a creepy fucker, by the way. He is. Well, he's been Garth Brooks for thirty years. So, so he, when he was the Chris, that Chris character. Remember that? The the 90s? Oh yeah. yeah. He strike Chris Gaines, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he strikes me as someone who's like, "Hey, uh, we're out of toilet paper. Here, here's two hundred dollars. Go yeah. get me some." You know, yeah, yeah. that kind of lost touch with like the common little lost touch. Cowpoke. He might great. have imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. like Paul McCartney. But um, there's because of your mom's house podcast and things yep. like that. It's all right. 
Right. There's a lot they of do fun do that, with yeah. about how Garth Brooks is That's a serial killer. Old Segura Pajinski. All right. So yeah. uh, at uh, Fresno Film Buff uh, for Twitter, Instagram, Fresno Film Buff. You are still doing the Bitwise here in Fresno, the Bitwise yeah. show. You can find me on Tinder occasionally. Yeah. Okay. Tommy? Uh, you can find me on Tinder too. Also, TomSmithComedy.com. We match. Check it out. Fat <laughs> jokes are great. All right. So I'm sorry. I stepped over everything. Uh, we matched what, what on Grinder one time, Tom. Okay, we're going to get back to that in a you second. You docked okay. on Grinder, but what Tom's your... <laughs> We didn't dock at all, motherfucker. <laughs> TomSmithComedy.com. Go check it out for all your comedy knockers needs. All right, guys. Thanks for coming, Evan. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Did I, we uh, miss anything? Do, do you feel, is there any sort of blue ball thing? Like there's one com- really big comment you I wanted to make? You know, one thing I wanted to bring up about this uh, film okay. is uh, I was surprised at the uh, the language uh, in the film, I didn't expect Ooh, completion. Um, well, the word panties. I mean, like climax, spermatogenesis, which I had to Google. That was actually with, but with then, Phil Collins, then someone said the word bitch. Referred oh, to a woman right. as a bitch. Knocking that bitch around. Called her a slut. Uh, which, right. um, it was just like, whoa, I was not expecting. And apparently that did ruffle some feathers in 1959. The Catholic mm-hmm. League of Decency. They didn't like the bitch, or was it the spermatogenesis, or is it all? I don't know. Well, after they were done, was it the fact that a black man scored the film? Which is funny. Yeah. Well, after they were done pulling out of little boys, they uh, they did not like the uh, the indecency. Pull out of little boys. That's disrespectful. They finished. Yeah. Spermatogenesis. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So that was what you wanted to say. (laughs) Apologies to our Catholic listeners. What I'm trying to say is, I was not expecting the movie to be so frank. Uh, it was. It was pretty nice. Details frank, of rape yeah. and everything. Yeah. And let's talk. We did. We didn't mention this. What about Otto Preminger? We've talked about him. We did an episode on Laura and Exodus, and what a son of a bitch that guy is. Oh, see, I don't. The only other film of his I've seen is Bunny Lake is missing. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only movie Preminger movie you've seen, but aside uh, this one. Good God. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. I mean, I'm not laughing at you. He is, but... No, no. no. Ke- well, I'm laughing at the idea the that one it, you have. Cure delay, to gone you. tomorrow. Yeah, no, I just... I'm sorry. What's funny okay. is that there's a lot of people who look at me like, oh, Evan, you've seen every old movie ever made. No, I have yeah, tons no, I of blind spots. No, I don't... Yeah, no yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So get 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 up get up on some auto primager, my friend. It's delicious. <laughs> well, what's what what should I start with? Should I start what couple with... have you seen? Well, I saw Jack. Should I? <laughs> <laughs> I take it you guys aren't fans of Bunny Lake. Uh, I don't. No, it's just I've an odd. It, it's a, honestly, it's just an odd, yeah. like second primager film to yeah. see. Um, How about uh, you know the one we have to see is um, uh, uh, Skadoo. That's the one. With, it's I've Preminger's heard of that. last film, and it stars Jackie Gleason and Mickey Rooney. Where oh. they're they're tripping like, balls oh. on acid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I've heard Do of that. I want film. to. I don't know. Skadoo. Wow. So yeah, but anyway, what what an asshole Preminger was, and and now uh, Anatomy of the Murder, a book first. I'm guessing. Literature. Yeah, it was. I'm the lit- it was, asking. indeed. Okay, but but he's famous for, he buys the rights to a book. We talked about this before and like, fuck the author. Yeah. So now I'm curious about, now you you two have clued me into this. This is based on a famous case. Yeah. The book was. I'm curious how close the book was to the case. And then again, how far away from the book Preminger took the film. Well, I, okay. Again, I can say that the uh, the family of the uh, the people involved with the actual case sued the author because they said it was too. They he used too much actual real life stuff that went on. The author did, but I'm talking about Preminger from the well, book. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I've never read the book. I would have to do that. I'll get on it, Joe. I mean, Preminger had a great great <laughs> material. 
to work with. So he probably didn't see. I don't. I haven't seen enough Preminger to know what his directorial uh, flourishes are or his style. Guys, I just got to interrupt to say I haven't seen any other Preminger, so I I can't weigh in here. That's what you're saying, basically. Well, I've seen two. Well, we do want to hear his voice from that time period. And by the way, we're so fi- we just plugged the movies. What the show? We just plugged things. What the fuck are we doing? Still plug, talking? Wait, we plugged his stuff? No. We, well, yeah, we plugged his stuff. We plugged my stuff. Where are we still having this conversation? Eh, people know. Well, now we need uh, to plug. <laughs> we need to plug a butt. That's the next thing we got to do. There it is. There's wow. your greatest plug, Evan. Yeah, classy. All right, guys. Keeping it classy. All right. And Tom, did you have any last little bits you wanted to put in there? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. I All right, not. guys. Listen, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Uh, we should get together more often, Evan. I think we should. I would like to be the third Finley. There, I'm putting you on the You're, spot right that, now. You'd have to be the fourth Finley first off. The, yeah. the, the third Finley is the original Finley. But yeah. It's oh. my dad. Rest in peace. Not yet. Oh, yeah. Well, Wait. someday. Yeah, For, forgive me if you guys have brought this up on the podcast before, yeah. but no, where no, does Finley's come from? Well, we're out of time, Evan. Yeah, sorry. sorry. That, uh, thanks for being here. <laughs> and uh, it's been a pleasure. Tom, same. Yeah. See you next time, guys. Enough of that. <laughs>